Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. The end of third dimensional consciousness was just a lot of bullshit floating around. When did third dimensional consciousness actually end? It's still ending. One dimension does not end and another one begins, right? The spirals sort of join together a bit in order to ease into the new one to enable a proper transition, right? Is that personal as well? Yes. It's personal, it's collective, it's global, it's however you can visualize it. Like anything else, you just cannot have an abrupt end to one thing, otherwise it would create too much of a void or vacuum. So a void period occurs during that transition time, but within that void will still exist a 3D, 5D experience, depending on where you are in your consciousness. Okay. So you don't have to have third dimensional consciousness. You know, you've done a lot of your personal healing trying to avoid personal work. <laughs> no, honestly, You've done the work. You've confronted a lot of your issues. You're not carrying anything into 5D that you don't want to carry, just you. And so you're good. Now you're just trying to wait for everyone to catch up and find people around you who have, who have done what you've done. And so that way you can like not feel so alone. That's pretty much what a lot of people had sort of started to do towards the end of 2020, if they managed to work through their shit. But what marked the end of 3D... So we can say that, we can call it that. It's not over, but 3D ending began in 2018, really. Okay. When does 3D end end? Oh, that depends on how many of how many of us are really conscious. Okay, so we don't know. Yeah, that will depend on how much people are really willing to work through. But there are some people who are really not willing at all. Oh, yeah, no, and it's not their job to because their job is 3D, period. But that was all of 2020, right? It was just us all watching fear being shoved everywhere and people acting and reacting from fear and then amplifying it. And for those of us who didn't want to feed it because we were just busy doing our thing and working through our stuff. and They were flinging fear at us even more. Oh, yeah. And all you can do is sort of witness it, right? Just sort of stand there and just kind of like watch it. Because if you knew, you knew if you engaged with it, it would only create fear on your end yeah or anxiety and it was the second I engaged with it I became scared yes even I was beginning to feel anxious and I generally don't stress about anything I structure my life in such a way so that I minimize my stress because I'm autoimmune and um even I couldn't help myself it was really difficult for me to keep my anxiety at bay so how do you when your anxiety comes up what do you do I do myself I do my best to detach As in, I just try to focus on my daily tasks, like the things that I really enjoy, like recording the podcasts with you or writing or other things that don't depend on other people or having to engage with other people. So it's also having to like stay off social media, which is hard because, you know, we're posting and we want to be able to engage. But even I found that that wasn't so easy. It was was also even harder dating in that time, I have to say. (laughs) I, I mean, honestly, people, right? that, 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 I mean, that seemed like an uphill battle yeah. in snow, you know, yeah. like Napoleonic war in Russia kind of battle. Like, yeah. <laughs> who is going to survive? You're kind of like having to figure out, it's really weird, like, because if you don't hold that much fear, mm-hmm. people can see you, can judge, will judge you for it. Yeah. If they hold a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want to be put in a position where you're feeling that judgment. Yeah. 
Oh, and there's so much judgment, And it's hard, right? even if you don't take it personally, because you know that that is just them not understanding why you're not as scared as them mm-hmm. about whatever it is. Yeah. It's hard to stay in that space. Oh, it really is. I mean, I think even for the most holistic person, and that by that I just mean just a person who stands in integrity or is very authentic, I think it's really difficult to withstand judgment and not let it get to you. And it's not necessarily an ego thing. It is just for anybody who has a level of emotional intelligence and is empathic on some level, it's not easy. It's not easy having that energy flung at you. If it's these two spirals and one has to follow the other, Mm -hmm. right? And it's going to, why does it take time? We're looking for a vibrational change. So like when you're talking about your world sort of turning on a dime, right? Things just sort of changing in a split second. It might be that your perception is forced to shift. It might be that your mind is blown open, but it doesn't necessarily mean an energetic shift, right? Which is why it's possible. Like your mind is somehow shifting or your emotions kind of take a blow. But this 3D to 5D shift is requiring us to become spiritually conscious. And that requires a vibrational shift and change. Usually when we're really making a massive leap like that does require our annihilation. And we're really not, we're trying to really not annihilate ourselves this time around. Annihilation is in like the dinosaurs. Um, Yeah. This is part of the experiment. Can we do this? Can we have this shift without having to? Because it hasn't been done before. So why not? Okay. The challenge really is, can we expand our consciousness to the point where we don't have to do that? Because it's never been done before. So can we expand our consciousness to the point where we don't have to wipe the slate clean to start again? Exactly. Which is interesting because when I think about that on like kind of a personal level, mm-hmm. that's what I'm having to learn. Yeah. Because I've always been like that. This doesn't work, on to the next thing. Yeah. Like I've moved from thing to thing. Well, we're taught that that's what works, right? So now can we transform ourselves yeah. together and apart? Yeah. It's very interesting. It is interesting. I it don't is. know if it's possible yet. I don't know if it is in the way that most people would think it is because when they hear that, they might think, oh, but then we're still going to be in relationship. And maybe not in the way people would assume that that relationship would take shape. Yes, when you're doing that, you're realizing that we're still always going to be connected no matter where we are. So can this somehow shift peacefully enough that it doesn't require some rupture that would create some trauma where then I'm I'm going to have to be in therapy for a year to sort out all this emotional stuff that I couldn't sort out when we were together? Right? It doesn't mean that people stay together necessarily. No, I'm not necessarily even talking about just romantic relationships. Right. I'm just saying any kind of friendship relationship where you move, Mm -hmm. like normally it's like, oh, we're no longer friends Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever else. Or we don't speak as a family. Mm -hmm. But it's us all trying to figure out, can we move harmoniously to a place? Whatever it is. Relationship, friendship, anything. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? No. That's why it was easier just to burn shit down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. But I guess in doing like the other way, it really means like taking apart your reality, like piece by piece and looking at it. (sighs) (laughs) Our listeners cannot see us collectively roll our eyes. I just can't like, I mean, honestly, all I do is sigh, but like it is, it's there. It is exhausting to have come out of separation, to see your relationships in a lens of separation but then try the new lens of love. It's kind of like when you go to the eye doctor and then they're like, better one, better two. 
<laughs> right? And then it's like a little blurry and then it's clear and it's a little blurry and it's clear. It's a bit like that, right? You saw it one way, but then you get a new lens and you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. But now that I get it, it's all possible. So everybody, let's just go this way. And it's called love. This like love lens is like way better. If love is going to be what moves us through this, mm-hmm. what is love? Well, love won't necessarily does- be what moves us through it. It will prop us up when we need it, right? When we really lack the power or the motivation, that's going to be the energy boost that we need. And so there's effectively three ways to remind ourselves of what love is, right? There is the classic way of saying, well, engage in a loving act towards yourself, right? I mean, I know we talked about that sort of self-love, self-care stuff, but I think most people after 2020 are pretty over it. Yeah. They've had plenty of time in their versions of some kind of lockdown-y, something quarantine-ish, keep, you know, working from home scenario that they're over the like, I'm going to shampoo my hair today and that's going to feel like an act of love. There's our favorite kind, which is just go bang yourself into love, right? Just go find some sex because at least for a moment, you can just feel connected, connected to yourself, connected to somebody that you energetically fit with, right? So we're not saying go and fuck, you know, the person who's walking by your flat at the very second, but find somebody compatible, right? And the third thing would be engaging with your purpose. If you can, it's about really finding some work, not necessarily a job that pays you, but something that's meaningful. So in this case, it's not necessarily a hobby. I think um, some people might be a little hobbied out or turned off by the idea of a hobby, but it really is about finding a kind of work that is so engaging that it gives you a sense of meaning. Even if it means writing the chapter to a book that you've always wanted to write but never had time. So it could just be almost a hair-pulling kind of challenge, but one that you can't walk away from. Because there's love in that. And that's how you remember it? Yeah. Effectively, what love can be, too, is really trying to extract meaning from something. So what that means is, so when we say that love isn't necessarily going to be what moves us from 3D to 5D, but it's the act of coming into love is enough. It's really the, like... Can you have moments where you're feeling in love with something? Yeah. Doesn't have to be another person. No, no, no. The point is, is that it cannot necessarily be for another, with another person because. Well, if you think about it, when you're actually in love with someone else, you're actually just experiencing love Yeah. and they are bringing it out of you or they are reflecting it to you. Yes. You're not in love with someone else. Mm-mm. You are loving someone else. Yeah. Right? So you could love someone else just as much as you could love a chair. It doesn't really matter. They're just (laughs) something that is bringing out love from you. Yeah. And it's shared, right? It's something. But I think what matters is that we're still engaging in something meaningful, no matter what it is. That's what gets us through. When we're really working towards coming into love, and we can describe coming into love as finding meaning, discovering meaning. 5D becomes enabled because that brings us closer to our purpose. And 5D, as we said in previous episodes, fifth dimensional consciousness is very purpose-driven. I know I'm here for a reason, and that reason is to express my light, if you will. But I'm going to do that by doing something. And so if you didn't feel called in 2020 to get there, and a lot of people may not have because they were too busy dealing with their own shit, too busy, you know, in the throes of, you know, every other thing happening every other minute, 2021 would be a great time for that if they can get there. But we're certainly are going to be playing in that 
through 2022. So we're going to explain purpose a little bit for people who might sort of still be a little lost in that idea of what purpose is, because it is really difficult with our 3D wiring and the way our brains work to get that purpose is really not a task or a job. If we are beings of light and love, then our purpose is an expression, is how we express our light and love. And a purpose is not dictated or driven or defined by another person. That takes time. That takes... Takes so much time. It's taken a lifetime. You know, I was born with a very strong sense of purpose. I was born with a vision. I was born with this ability to see things. And even I got frustrated. I'm like, what? I'm 40, what? (laughs) Well, no, I feel very frustrated all the time. You know, it's a bit like, I feel like I spend a lot of my life waiting. Yeah. Well, I'm a pretty patient person and even I'm I'm losing. Exactly. I'm creating problems just to solve them, to give me something to do. (laughs) And I'm a super patient person and I'm even starting to lose my shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? I was waiting for 2020. Um, Okay. So the waiting period ended back in 2018, right? When we really saw this big massive as we as we said the ending of 3d in 2018 was really that wake up that sense of oh i think i'm starting to really see what i was here for and all the while i guess i've just been doing things to prepare me for that it's so work. funny i feel in 2018 i was like oh i think i can see what i'm not here for <laughs> <laughs> that was as far as it went because i think i always had a deep sense of what i was here for Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people. I couldn't explain it or say it or articulate it or anything. Right. I don't think I knew it, mm-hmm. but I knew it. Yeah. Like I knew there was something, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I think all the things I was doing, yes. I was like, oh, this probably is it. You know, I'm changing a law. Like that makes sense. You know, like yeah. that's got to do with stuff. Oh, this makes sense. You know, I'm, I'm helping people access work better and create their own lives. Like that makes sense. Let's do that or whatever. And actually when I look back, all the things I was actually doing was helping people step into their power yes. in one way or another. Yeah. It is about our future, right? Not our future as an individual future, but future generations that this work is being done. But the only way to define how the future will play out for them is to be very present now. So while we might want to consider its future impact, the only way to really deal with it is to be very present and very purpose focused because that's the only way that we're going to be able to shape the future. And also what that means is that we can't shape a future if we're holding on to a past, oh. which means we have to be in the present. Yeah. And I guess like I was just thinking as you were chatting, I'm so sorry, my mind drifted. Um, <laughs> I, I always expect it to drift. I can tell when you're like looking at me, but you're like this. Oh, really? Yeah, I could always see. Because um, I did think to myself is that I remember when I was working through my shit, Mm -hmm. working through all the pain that I thought was so important and so, you know, huge. It's important. It was huge. But now I look back on it Mm -hmm. and I think that was just the prep. Yes. Not in a hard way of it was going to get worse than that. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to create anything, Mm -hmm. I had to pick apart what I, who I thought I was and what I thought the world was first. Yeah. Because I needed a blank slate. Hmm. Not as in to destroy my old slate and start a new one. Yes. But I needed to remove all the parts that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. And 
stay as me whilst doing that. Mm -hmm. And that is being present. And only in dismantling my past Mm -hmm. was I able to create a different future. Because if not, I would have just been locked recreating the past with different faces. Oh, yeah, that's what we do. Because I was running away from it. Mm -hmm. And so it's so funny because now when I look back at season one, we talk about, you know, make karma your bitch. Mm -hmm. It feels like it was lifetimes ago. Not that I'm not that person anymore. I'm still standing. I'm still me. But something else now totally defines my existence. And Mm. it's not my pain. And it's not my suffering. Mm. It's what I want to create. What I am creating. What I'm currently experiencing. And what I have to look forward to. Not not what I'm running away from. Yeah. And what's funny is that when I think about that, what I really did was I replaced fear with love. And not necessarily love in terms of I love you, my partner, my person. Much more love as in there's love everywhere. And mm-hmm. I can float on a cloud whilst walking down a fucking street. Yes. I can sing a song and feel love. I can write a book and feel love. I can talk about love. And I'm not scared anymore. And so I, for me, I know that the antidote to fear is trust. Mm-hmm. And we've always said that and it's true. Yeah. But for me, what comes from that is love. Yeah, and while it's sourced by love, I think that the impetus for us moving forward really comes from a sense of calling. It's a sort of divine calling, right? It's like, there's something I'm here for. And like you had said, when you kind of talked about, okay, I'm changing a law, maybe I'm here for this, or I started this company and I'm here for this. Like, those are all different ways in which you expressed that calling, right? That's, I think, a really good example of showing that we're not here for a single task. I didn't come to write just one book, you know, just to be Vivian Winslow and explore love in different facets. It's like, no, that was all not necessarily a learning process, but it was all different expressions of the same thing. Which was? Who we are. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.